0: We are creating a platform for those who are curious, one that tells the story from the artist's perspective, moments in time captured from the innovators who are
1: reshaping dance, music, theater, and the visual arts. This is The Working Artist Project.
0: Today, I want to welcome Donna Vaughn to The Working Artist Project.
1: The Donovan, oh sorry, just, Donovan. Kidding, just kidding, just kidding,,
0: <laughs> but I like to call her affectionately Hollywood, okay, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I want to back things up so how what were your parents like uh coming up and how did they you know guide you or support you in your in your dreams of becoming a dancer?
1: um, well, once my mom put me in dance, I know I always ask her like why didn't you put me in singing or why didn't? You-? <laughs> You let me play volleyball or play the piano. She's like, girl, you just wanted to dance. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I guess that's valid. Um, But once she put me in dance, I guess she saw that I was maybe around high school. You can kind of tell like where you're going to go. Right, right. And she noticed that I was like really serious about it. And so she just, like my mom and dad are the type of people that will support me no matter what I want to do. And so I think that they were like, if this is what you want to do, like, is everybody on board? And then it was kind of like a go from there. Um, a lot of my mom though, because she had to travel with me all the time. Like competitions aren't just in Maryland, but they're like, everywhere Mm -hmm. so flying cut like competition fees like that stuff is super expensive she's
0: like a stage mom she's like you know i
1: wouldn't say she's like a (laughs) dance stage mom but she like more now because my niece is in it Mm -hmm. but she's she was very much behind the scenes but if i needed her to pop forward she was just right there my dad was like whatever you want to do is fine so yeah i've had the support of my parents from a very young
0: That's great, man. You know, it's kinda rare. A lot of people don't have that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Especially later. I think parents are more prone to support at the beginning, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, oh my kids and all these activities and if they choose art over law school, sometimes that can be a challenge, you know, for the for the parents.
1: Yeah, I think after my dad I mean, he still really wanted me to pursue sports medicine Mm -hmm. because I always also wanted to be that first woman. I mean, now you see them everywhere, but When I was back in high school, I never saw women doing, like, on the sidelines of, like, the football games. And I was like, I could be that person. And so my dad, even after I graduated and, like, moved to Chicago, he was like, so are you going to, you know, still, like, in the back of his mind, wanting to make sure that I was still studying and getting that education as I was continuing dance. But now he's just like, live your life.
0: (laughs) Well, with, with good reason. So you mentioned you just mentioned that after school you moved to Chicago. Like, why did you choose Chicago?
1: Um, so cold. It's so cold. But it's beautiful. <laughs> I auditioned. So when I, practically when you go to school for dance or college, rather, um, and you've been dancing all your life, you either like stop dancing and you teach, or you have the dream to tour. Mm-hmm. Um, or dance with the company so my dream was to dance with a dance company called Hubbard Street which is in Chicago okay so I auditioned like twice while I was I think was it my junior year of college found out that the, that I was accepted and then after school or after graduation I just moved there and danced with them for I don't know Maybe so wait, so years? how did
0: you feel when you, that's your, like your first gig, man, like right out of school, like how did that make you feel when you got that acceptance letter, you know? Or I'm assuming, did it was, was it a phone call or a letter? How does that work?
1: It was a phone call. Okay. Um, emails, tons of emails. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I actually have to say, I'm not really scared of much. Like I'm scared of like spiders and like weird foods and stuff, but I was scared of that because it's a whole new world, you know, like you leave Baltimore where you, like where I'm born and raised and I've been there all my life. And then I go to Virginia where I've been there for four years. So it's like a second home. And then you go to this different place where it's like, you don't know anyone. It's cold. It's new. You have a new apartment. Like it's nuts. Yeah. So I was like super nervous. But then I I got, I auditioned for Lion King. Ah. And then never heard back I heard back six months later but anyway I had already taken on the second company that I was dancing with um and both companies you know they were like my first like my dream companies where I was able to tour the world Mm -hmm. um and experience different things and cultures and yeah it was it was pretty awesome to live that first dream of mine wow
0: that's impressive Okay, okay so you get the gig at Lion King. Like, how does that work? Like, are you on auditions? Like, do you have an agent at this point? What's what's going on?
1: No, um, so another dream of mine was always to be in the Lion King. Um, and I heard that they were looking for new cast members for but you never know like what they're looking for. Like sometimes it'll say immediate replacement or sometimes like what a lot of people don't know is these Broadway shows have auditions like every six months to have people in case someone gets injured or let uh, go okay. or whatever. So in my case, they were opening up a new show in Las Vegas, a new cast. So I went in like August and they called me back in like February. So, you know, you come to New York, you audition. Um, my min- One of my mentors, Kenny, was in the show, who's still in the show. And he was like, Kenny a, who? Kenny P- Ingram. Kenny Ingram Chicago. for
0: all of us from Chicago who don't know.
1: Um, and so he's, he said, uh, you know, Lion King's gonna be coming to New York, you should audition. And I was like, I'm not, like, I don't sing. And he was like, okay, we can fix this. So he set me up with this lady in Chicago. I don't remember her name, but she had to be like 85. And she was a music teacher. Mm. So I started going to her. And she helped me learn the basics of like how to keep a tune. Um, Let's hear it. No way Jose. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And like we studied like, or worked on like three different songs. And um, so I flew to New York, I auditioned for the show, uh, made it past the, the dance part. And then they asked me to sing and I was like, holy moly, like super nervous. Cause this is the first time that i'm singing in front of like where it really matters right and they had me sing my song like three times um because they said i speak too softly as you just told me <laughs> and they needed me to like sing out anyway yeah. so yeah they called me six months later which you forget that you even audition you know you just go to these gigs and all oh,
0: right you just forget your, No, the, the yeah thing you dreamed of your whole life you just oh yeah i forgot about that Yeah, (laughs) six months later,
1: you have to forget. If you're like, okay, after two months, they're not calling you. Okay, you know what I'm saying in this industry. But um, so yeah, they called me six months later, and they were like, "We're opening up, opening up a new show in Vegas," and I was like, "Vegas, can't go to Vegas." So yeah,
0: you said I can't go to Vegas. Go to Vegas. I mean, I
1: had been to Vegas 18 and 18, but not like 18 and over. Because I've had, like, tons of competitions there. Mm-hmm. But I was like, Mom, can I live in Vegas? And she was like, that's the only way that you're going to get into the show. Like, why not?
0: Right. And so you moved across country. You're living in Vegas. You're doing the show. What was the first day, like, oh on the God. show? Like, you, you get in there. What happened? Rehearsals? Yeah, like, just the first day. Your first day, you're like, oh, my God. Like, what happened?
1: It was one of the most amazing days of my life because we're in this huge, like, space like warehousey kind of space i'll never forget it was called safari business park and it actually had like elephants and like animals on it and it wasn't even like for lion king anyway it was a rehearsal space so i got to meet everyone who's in the show with me and like you know we don't know these anyone's name or anything um but the cool part was that we got to meet the south africans who were going to be um, in the show with us and like learning how to speak Zulu. And I mean, it it was just nuts. It was like very surreal. I actually haven't thought about that day until now. That's (laughs) really strange. Um, so yeah, we all went around and said like where we were from and like, it's like the
0: first day of school.
1: Yeah. I'm from Minnesota. Yeah. It was crazy. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It was awesome.
0: Wow. That's amazing, man. That's crazy. So okay, cool, so you're in Vegas, you're doing a thing, you have your first day, and all of a sudden you're getting paid. And I mean, can you can you can, do you consider that like being on Broadway even though the show isn't here in New York City?
1: Yes, a Broadway show is a Broadway show, mm-hmm. even when it's not on Broadway. However, there's nothing compared to being on Broadway. So it's a way to get here, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, there, I was living somewhere where it's super cheap to live. I was getting paid per diem. I, it seemed like I was living on vacation for, like, three years. Right. Um, and then you come here, and that all changes, even though you're on Broadway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: So, like, you, so even though you were on the show in New York City, you, I mean, in, in uh, Las Vegas, you were your focus was to be on the show here in New York City.
1: Well, hmm. Interesting question. Well, my my focus was to be where I was living in that moment. Because for me, it was already like a whole new world from like being in a dance company. Like it's a total different thing. Like I'm now I'm doing the same thing every day. So it was like I was trying to get used to even doing that. You know what I mean? Um, and getting used to like my surroundings of being in Vegas. I went from like it being freezing cold to like it being super hot um the meeting new people Mm -hmm. i wouldn't say until maybe like a year and a half in i was like okay this is fun (laughs) um and crazy enough is i remember calling my mom and being like so after two years i'm gonna just move to new york she's like okay whatever you want to do it's fine and then we had a meeting it was probably like Two weeks or two months, I can't remember, after I had this conversation with my mom, and they were like, we're closing. What? hmm But they gave us, like, a year to prepare. Mm-hmm. Whereas on Broadway, you open a show here, and in two weeks, they can be like, we're closing. So we had a year to prepare, to save, to, like, get your entire life in order. Right. You know right. what I mean? So it's like, you don't have to freak out. So I was like, okay, great. I didn't even have to tell him I was leaving because they were closing all together, you know? And then I got a call from one of my friends who's here now, one of my best friends, who was okay. in the show with who started the show with me in Vegas, but he mm-hmm. was already here on the Broadway show. And he was like, I feel like somebody may be leaving. Um, oh. And
0: should... he was like, yo. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> You should call right
1: and I was like huh okay I was like they already know that I want to come to New York because I talked to them about it and um, so yeah whatever so then another one of my mentors who was on the show who's from Baltimore was like no you need to tell them and I was like oh my god okay so I was just sent a little casual email and you know you never hear back they can do whatever they right, want to do right, right. or they'll say like yeah we know or you know, you know how they keep it very yeah. businessy and then I was going to Target and I got a call and they were like, So we wanna offer you the gig on Broadway and I was like, What?
0: Dang. And so
1: yeah.
0: You was like, you put you start dapping in there with it.
1: It was literally though I had two weeks to move my life. (laughs) Like it's not Oh, so it was was like,
0: yo, be here in two weeks or else. And so you Thankfully
1: my dad works for me flower. And so I had to just like Pack it up and he like ships it. Like he shipped me from school to Chicago, from Chicago to Vegas, and then from Vegas to New York. Yeah,
0: super dad, doing what he do. He's my inspiration. Okay.
1: be yeah. <laughs> dramatic. But
0: no, that's cool, man. Two weeks. Wow, that's insane. Like so, so you found an apartment country. in New York. Nobody can find an no, apartment I didn't. in New York for two weeks.
1: I lived in Brooklyn.
0: You lived in Brooklyn?
1: I lived in Brooklyn. I
0: feel like everybody lives in Brooklyn when they first moved. It
1: was so far. I think I got hurt. Oh, yeah. I came here and I got hurt. <laughs> I hurt my ankle. It was too much walking for me. Um. Anyway, I lived in Brooklyn. <laughs> when you go from driving, you can't no, walk listen, in No, listen. I get Everywhere it. Everywhere you have to have a car. It.
0: I'm from Mississippi. I get it. I totally get it. You know what I mean? I'm with you.
1: It was a rough start, I tell you that. But, you know, we're here. It's Broadway. Yeah. It's New York.
0: So cool. So then you get on Broadway, you're like in it. You know what i mean like do you did you get an agent right away or are you just like did you feel like a little country girl in a big city like what what was what was the vibe
1: i just felt like i was so thankful to be here because i've always wanted to live here but at the same time i felt so lost you know you're kind of like um because everything went so fast like i had two weeks to like change everything and move i got here and i stayed in a hotel first oh wow I had two rehearsals and then i went into the show
0: oh but you already knew it but I'm, I'm assuming the show was the same as it no was. it's not the same oh it's different because mm-hmm,
1: uh, the tracks are different okay so i had to learn another like an added track to my track so you're in a
0: hotel room just getting it in just like it ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> in the mirror trying to get it together yeah <laughs> so were you nervous like i was
1: super nervous because and everyone's just like oh you've done the show before and it's like it doesn't matter because that was there and this is here right and like it's broadway like it's your it's yeah like we were in a broadway show in vegas Mm -hmm. but this is like your broadway debut so it was like i was super nervous did
0: your mom and your pop come to the first show
1: No, I was like, I need like a month to get it together.
0: You don't want to be looking out there looking for them. Yeah, especially (laughs) because they
1: saw me do it in Vegas. So
0: what inspires you?
1: My family is like my biggest inspiration. Um, Because now I feel like I'm doing it for them. Like I've been doing this thing for me for a while and like, I'm like, okay, I got this. And so now I feel like I'm doing it for them. Um they're able to like go on all the journeys that I take them on or that I get to experience or for those who used to dance or can't dance anymore for whatever reason, if they're, you know, no longer with us or they're like hurt or they don't can't afford the dream to do what it takes to get to the dream. Like, I feel like I'm like supporting those people, you know what I'm saying? For sure. Um, so you guys inspirational quotes, I love quotes, cards. I can just like be in a card store all day. What was your
0: favorite quote? There's
1: there's way too many, but I saw one this morning that I love and it said, if you're going to rise, you might as well shine. And I like that, like rise and shine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. I'm okay with
0: that. It's a little cheesy, but you know,
1: cheesy is fine for me okay it's what got me together this today so
0: <laughs> so check this out we're so shining you're just saying like family is really important or now you're working you know for your family instead of uh from a selfish place you know and we all know this people who come from different places and we move to this city it's kind of lonely and i've noticed just from hanging out with you and your crew that you guys have built like this this super crazy strong family you know what i mean like what did that like naturally occur because you're in the show or or did you guys have to work for that to happen? Was it like a, a serious goal for you, like I'm gonna build this this new family here in New York City?
1: Um, it was never a goal. Um, I think it just happened organically. I feel like like I remember when I lived in Vegas, we all came from different places together, so it was easy to connect um and like we didn't know anybody out there it's lonely you like all you have is each other but when i'm when i got here like the broadway crew they like come to work and they go home like they okay. were very they were older um they already had their things because they had been here for a while because the show's been running for forever and so now that we have a newer group um it just happened a bit organically like you know, we're all we got in this big yeah. city, you know what I mean? In like artists, dancers, singers, whoever, Broadway community, they have to, um, we have to hold each other down and support each other, you right, know what I right. mean? Um, and so, yeah, it was kind of an organic thing. Oh,
0: okay. You're on Broadway, you're in New York City, and I'm assuming all types of uh, opportunities come up uh because of of the the exposure you have of being here you know so you've been with jill scott you've also been with monica right like how does that happen like you know like man people want to know <laughs> how they can be you
1: oh my gosh
0: you know what i mean some little girls out there some little boys or whatever some some young adults and they like they want to come to new york city they want to be on the jill scott video they want to be on broadway how did you how did you get those the Jill Scott opportunity in in, uh, particular
1: well I was at the point where I was like I'm just done trying to because you know you get the Broadway thing and you're like okay I have this amazing job and I was like content for a while which is okay to be and then I was like okay so what is what is the next what is the next stream like what else can I do okay and so, you know, I jotted some things down and I was like, Okay, I should try print. I should try commercial. So got an agent, blah blah blah. And then I was like going to all these things and not getting anything. And I was like, Oh wow. I'm done. This is it. I'm taking a break. Um, and then one morning I got a phone call and they were like, We're having this audition I was going to Target. Why am I always going to Target when I get Target? Target is your
0: good luck place.
1: Yeah. Dang. And <laughs> I was going to target and they were like there's this audition they're looking for a dancer um can you go now and i was like now no i'm going to target so i like called my mom oh no i talked to my nana and she was like because i talked to my nana about everything and she was like just go she was like what are what are you going to lose and i was like but i've been going to all these things i'm not getting anything so i went it was in chinatown it was like meat hanging from the thing. It was horrible. <laughs> what a horrible experience in Chinatown.
0: First of all, I like Chinatown. Chinatown is a shit. But I like going.
1: Chinatown, but it's smelly and it's like meat hanging from.
0: It's fresh meat. But anyway, keep going with your story.
1: It just really threw me off a little bit. So I come, I'm going to this audition with like unprepared. And you know me, I like to be prepared. I had socks, I had no dance shoes, no resume, no headshot. And I go to this audition and I see like a billion girls. And I was like, oh God. Because, you know, what a lot of people don't know is that like there's always going to be someone who looks just like you or prettier than you or they know exactly what they want. Like the look that they want. And you may or may not be it. You just always have to go and hope that you're the one. So... I couldn't stay because I had a show to do so I go up to this guy who is Alan Ferguson who's like Solange's husband but she's all, he's also the music producer like a big music producer okay and I was like um, I have an, a show to go to I mean the Lion King blah blah, blah. Um, but I really want to audition connect he's like please put me next it was like billions of girls and he was like okay you can go next so I go up there and I have nothing and I was like I can mail you my headshot I can see my resume you know whatever and they were like we want you to improv to this song oh, wow. improv means you just right for people who don't know okay. You do your you own make it up. thing right. on spot and I was like well what is the song about cuz I can't just go up here and start dancing around and I don't know mm-hmm. so it was the single and so I went up there and then they put me with like two other people and then that was it went to the show heard from him the next day and they were like we would like you to be the lead but we're trying to find other dancers so then they booked complexions which is another company and from there it was just like this whole new world because you know i did the dance company world and i did the broadway world but i never imagined that i would be in a music video because when you think music video you don't think like no contemporary ballet dance you think other dance styles of dance which are valid (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just not necessarily what I would be doing
0: so politically correct absolutely all right for the camera heard that
1: um so now I'm tapping into this whole new world and scared oh my god I was scared to death um because not only did I have to dance but I had to act for the first time alone and like for a while I just considered myself a dancer and dancers act of course um yeah. but I wasn't dancing, I was just literally acting, and I had to, like, cry, and it was just, like, I was, like, I can't do this, like, I started, like, second-guessing myself. Oh, no. But, yeah, I did it, and um that's another major experience that I still can't believe that happened. So, yeah, another dream.
0: So, you've had all this time, like, you know, you're knocking dreams out left and right, bam, bam. Oh, God. Right? You know? So... You, you you're on Broadway. You're doing some some you know chill sky videos. You're doing all kind of stuff, right? Yes. Commercials, whatever. What have you learned from all of your experiences thus far?
1: What have I learned? Hmm. I've learned that you know something that your parents or your people tell you at a very early age that you can do anything you want to do or be anything you want to be i know it sounds super silly but you can do and be those things but confidence is key um like you have to believe in yourself first or no one else is really gonna believe in you you know what i mean like even though i walked into like for instance the jill scott audition being like what am i about to do and for a second, I, like, second-guessed myself. And then I was like, okay, I'm a dancer. Like, this is what I do. So, like, go in there and do what you know you can do. And then, you know, yeah, you just have to believe. Write write your dreams down. Like, speak them into existence. And then, like, as scary as they may be, just try it. Just, like.
0: Put your toe put in.
1: Put your foot in. It <laughs> might be real cold. It <laughs> might come back, but. Yeah, man. Yes,